Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke, Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 207th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're discussing why remote work is the future. Now, before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of things to go over. First, have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do, because that's the best way to show your support, plus how you join the conversation. If you have the app, then you can add your comments. Woohoo. Definitely make sure you do that. Now, of course, if you cannot download the app on whatever device that you listen to podcasts on for whatever reason, then make sure that you at least go to WokenFree.com, go to the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you're going to follow and subscribe to the show on any of the outlets that we're on. So for instance, you can do that for iTunes or TuneIn or Stitcher or Google Play. Obviously, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world, guys. So make sure you do that. Now, in addition to that, you can also go to WokenFree.com and you can subscribe to the show via email so that every single week you'll get notifications of the new episodes, which is super cool because it's super easy to forward to your friends and family. That way you and your peeps are woken free. So yay, yay, yay. Now on social media, you can always holler at us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then lastly, if you have 90 seconds, yes, 90 seconds, we'd love a review of the show. For instance, we have tons of five-star reviews on iTunes. It would be fun to get some more. Are you going to give us our next review? We think so. So make sure you do. With that, I'm going to kick it to you, Kalil. And as you know, we would like to start our conversations with a little bit about ourselves. And last time we asked, would you rather have a pinball machine or Pac-Man arcade machine for your home? This week we're asking, would you rather learn how to fly a helicopter or learn how to fly a plane? More pointless information. Phenomenal. Interesting. So I would say since the loss of Kobe, I definitely am not super keen on anything with helicopters at this stage of my life so i would have to go with plane for this answer then all right that's understandable and i actually agree with you not for the same reasons but i just think flying a plane is more practical because just think about it in a zombie apocalypse what are you more likely to really encounter are you going to find this helicopter on the runway or going to find these spare planes you're going to find the plane so wouldn't you want to know how to fly a plane so you can fly to some other continent that that's what I was thinking in terms of this question. So it tells a lot about the individual. Like they choose a helicopter or a plane, and then it chooses. It it kind of gives you an idea. Like where would somebody want to work if they're working remotely? Would they want to work on a helicopter or would they want to work on an airplane? And for me, it's an airplane. So we got to ask the question about this episode: Why is remote work the future? So I would say, A, no one's working remotely on either of those things. So what you said makes no sense, but I'm going to ride right on past that one to address your question, uh, which is kind of uh, why is it the future? So personally, I would say as someone who has engaged in remote work, I think it's the future because... I see personally more and more opportunities listed on various career job board ads that it is 
ad sites that it is definitely an increase in the opportunities available as well as the amount of industries that are opening up to this. Now, for some additional context, what I thought was interesting is in this Forbes article and all links to articles can be found in the episode at WokenFree.com that they mention the following. So the percentage of workers permanently working from home is expected to double in 2021, which is this year. This was, I believe, like the end of 2020 kind of article. So uh, that makes sense given with COVID and then just where our world is going. And then in addition to that, they mentioned uh, the stat, which is by, let's see, uh, a recent Gartner CFO survey revealed that over two thirds, so 74% plan to permanently shift employees to remote work after the COVID-19 crisis ends, if it ever ends, uh, but in theory, maybe it will. Uh, so that's that. And then um, they all in the article, they also mentioned some companies who specifically are doing it. So, uh, you know, big Big time social media platforms, uh, companies are doing it that we all happen to send messages on. <laughs> so uh, if you're curious to know who I'm referring to, definitely click on the link uh, at WokenFree.com. But uh, in addition to that, I would say there's another article I found, uh, Computer World, that said uh, that according to a DICE 2021 survey of tech workers, the data shows that most tech professionals actually prefer remote and flexible work and with very little support for working permanently in the office. And, uh, you know, so in the tech industry, it's definitely something that's uh, favored. And then also they went on to say that 29% of those workers actually want to be fully remote. So, you know, they're, I think people want it. I think employers are open to it, especially given the sensitivity needed for COVID. And I think that it's probably going to just continue to rise because the more that people successfully work remotely and companies don't lose money, but will continue to hopefully make more money, then more and more employers will be open to it as well as see the benefit of it. And so then there's a business, you know, justification for this. So then it is not just something they're open to, but something that they legitimately endorse and support and, you know, build out. So those are my thoughts there. You know, remote working, it saves time and money as long as you're set up for it. So the software, as we know, is out there to allow a majority of people to work from home. The mm-hmm. real question is, do you touch physical products? Do Is there something in the office that you can't do at home? If there is, then I understand you might need to physically be at work. But otherwise, mm-hmm. if there's nothing specific to the office that keeps you tied there, then remote working is a good thing. It saves a lot of things. There's, there's no point to really do it, to be honest. So, uh, like, that leads me to the next question, or what are the pros and cons to remote working? Okay, well then, just to your point, though, then that means that there's always going to be a portion of our workforce wor- workforce that cannot be remote, which is something... Well, until robots take over, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I would concur with that statement, yeah. So, to delineate pros and cons, I think they go as the following. So, you're going to have, uh, according to ProofHub, uh, that you're going to have higher productivity, you're going to have a better work-life balance, healthier lifestyle, and more savings, and less carbon footprint if you have remote workers. And then from a con side, you're going to have communication gaps, difficulty staying motivated. Again, this is from this article. You can click on the link when you want, uh, at to read more. Lack of social motivation, which is interesting. Uh, management challenges, interesting. 
And, uh, and then I would also add some data protection and vulnerability issues to think about from a con side. All right. I only, I only like the last con that you added. I don't like any of the other ones. Those stuff seems fake to me. I, I just don't. You don't see the validation for them or you just disagree with them? Yeah, I just disagree with them. Okay. They're, they're, those things could be argued either way. You I could agree. be at work and the same things can happen. You can not be at work and it's, that to me is, that's, that's just, arguable. That, yeah. Yeah, they just listed that, but that's not necessarily like the case for everybody. I don't believe it. I agree. But the last point you make is definitely a true point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something to think about. And I would list the pros as there's no commute time because mm-hmm. people are commuting to work. They're wasting hours of their day commuting. And when you work from home, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, second pro is you can use your own electronics. So that saves the company's money. They don't have to buy you a phone or PC or if they operate monitor or yeah. something else. They can, yeah, they might allow you to use your own electronics. That's a, it's. That that's a, a benefit. Mm-hmm. There's to me, there's less distractions because when you're at work, there's more people that can just come up to your desk and say, "Hey, let's have a chat." You know, let's just sit that's down and we're gonna throw away a couple hours. That that definitely happens to a lot of people because that social interaction thing happens, and people aren't socially interacting about work. They're socially interacting about Non-work what's matters. going on in their life at home. They want to mm-hmm. try to talk about stuff that is not work related. And that's a distraction. And I, I talk to a lot of people where they're like, man, I can't get anything done at work. So I got to stay later just mm-hmm. to get stuff done because now people are not there to bother me. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. definitely an issue. Yeah. There's less pollution from commuting. Yep. So you, you mentioned that with the yep. carbon footprint. I think that when you're at home, there's better lunches because you can have all the access to your food that's at home. You have a bigger fridge than anything that could they can have at your job. So. so healthier eating or more eating? It's just better lunches, not more oh, okay. better. It's not more healthy. It's just literally whatever you want to eat, you can literally eat at true? home. Yeah. Yeah. You can okay. say, I have this nice big like Salad stack of food something. that I yeah. eat, but I can't store it in the fridge at work because mm-hmm. it's too small or mm-hmm. my lunchbox too tiny. You know, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You have all of your food at your disposal when you're at home. Uh, second thing is that you can wear comfortable clothes, so you can wear your pajamas and be nice and comfy. As long as you don't require certain presentation uh, requirements for your job. Well, I, I would just say as long as you don't need to stand up. Yeah. And you, you don't can wear make, pajama and bottoms. you don't mistakenly stand up when you should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could wear pajama bottoms. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you have a better chance of that. And then to me, I mean, I know you mentioned data protection, but I would also mention that you can actually have more privacy at home because depending on how your office is set up, Less people can come by your your place and say, "Hey, what's going on there?" You can if you have a if you have an actual office, you can close your doors and have privacy. Mm-hmm. Compared to when you're at work, you have a cubicle. Mm-hmm. Anybody can walk by and you know see what you're doing. If and, you're in a cubicle, not an yeah, office, yeah, yeah. So, but and that's let's be honest, not a, most people don't have an office. Have their, yeah. Most people don't have an office with a closing door that has privacy. Mm-hmm. But when you're at home, you do have it. I mean, you sometimes have an option for that. So that's a pro. That's true. Now, the cons are that you have to rely on coworkers to respond to instant messaging or email, because if they don't, then That's you're kind of just like left out and hawk. If you actually needed to talk to them, yep. you, there's no That's physical interaction to get you know in touch with them, which is my next point. There's literally no physical interactions with the coworkers. You can't just walk up to their desk and say, hey, I need this now. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But another pro, I mean, not a pro, but... Sometimes you'll go to their desk and they're not there, so it doesn't even matter, right? You can keep going and they're never even actually at their desk. So yep. the physical interaction could not be actually that that could not help you depending on who it is. 
Another con is it's an unideal office space at home. So if you don't actually have any area at home as long to work, as they didn't intentionally curate it. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What curate? What Meaning, mean? like, so if someone took the time to create a defined space, then it's not a con. But you're saying if you just kind of mishmash and just find a like space on your couch to work then well i'm, I'm saying it's a con because some people don't have a space at home to work meaning they literally oh, okay like, like literally what if i'm in a studio it. yeah. it's not well, yeah, gotcha. really that great for me to work at home or I mean, you have roommates I and can. it's a situation yeah, yeah. There, there's okay. definitely spaces at home where it's it's not meant for working at yeah, home yeah gotcha. people are in those living situations and then another con is that there's less time to listen to woken free on your commutes that's hilarious, but yeah, that's really bad. I mean, when you commute, that's true. You always listen to Woken Free, but now you're not commuting. What are you going to listen? True, but I they mean, when are you going to listen to Woken Free meetings, now? When do you do it? In between meetings, or in when they're thing. checking their email, they could they could listen to an episode. So yeah, there's still opportunities. All right. So now that we've gone through pros and cons, the next question I think that comes to mind is: What would you say are like best practices when it comes to making remote work better? I think the some of the best practices are just having a personal office space that is undisturbed, someplace where you can close doors is ideal because then you won't get all those extraterrestrial disturbances that often occur because aliens can come by any time and you Amazing. don't want them to get on your Zoom call Amazing. or whatever. Yep. So just yeah, make sure you can close your doors because yep. that's, that's helpful. That's important. You want to be able to disclose your schedule so people kind of know that you're available during which times. I think that's a nice thing. You Now, that this is not for the employee, but I think that employers should like supplement internet for them because, hey, they're working at home. <laughs> you can pay for some broadband internet. You know, that's that internet bill point. costs some money, so... Hey, can you help us out there? Because you want some fast speed, like internet, yeah, conference calls and stuff. So yeah, hey, help help supplement the internet a little bit. That'll be nice. That makes sense. And then I also think employers should schedule remote networking events. So mm-hmm. something to kind of create a bond. Because, but well, this one's funny though, because I think employees, I mean, employers should do this in general. But yeah. I don't think all of them do it. But it's a good thing to kind of get the teammates, like people that are working, culture bonding, yeah, yeah, involved in each other's kind of. Lies. Not not personalized, but just at least to know each other better because then you might care for them more and you're going to work better together. So it's when you're remote, it's harder to do that. So I think you should like schedule events like to just hang out and do stuff. So I, I think that's that I think the help. only trick there is just at what time. Right. So I have yeah, found that, makes it tough. that employees sometimes will resent having to do those uh, kind of what's that called? Like a. After hours, net, like after hours hanging out situation, yeah. especially when they're virtual, because if it's done on the employee's time, they feel kind of salty about that because yeah. it's like they don't want to take their personal time to do a work thing, right? It needs to be a day off kind of thing. But then, yeah, but then to do it during a work production time, then you've, that's a loss of production it hours. Is, yeah. So it's, it can be actually very tricky to try to but find But it can be that, super productive if you can get everybody to like each other and true. be like interested in helping it's, each it's other. It's an investment it can in, be the, really in the crazy because they would say yeah even when these people on their off time they're still considerate of their other you know the co-workers i think think it's worth it i think i think it's worth it just give them a day off and just say hey we're gonna let you guys get to know each other 
And I mean, I don't necessarily know if a day off is necessary, but what I would not, say is, but it's not really happen. off. It's it's on, but you're still you're interacting. Well, with yeah, coworkers, but not on. We're not like technically like generating revenue. Yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. that. So it's like productive in a different way. It's not productive yeah. for their typical workday, but it's productive from a team culture building perspective. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely. And the last thing is, I think you should offer employees additional benefits from working remotely. Like fantasy football leagues. That's hilarious, actually. That like you know doing that kind of that's so that hilarious. that that's kind of a bonding experience thing too. But you should. Do I wouldn't that. even know what to do with that, but I think it sounds fabulous. It's good to like to do that, and you. I mean, you can do yeah. like checker nights or book reading clubs. Stuff. Well, now if you're telling me book clubs, I'm all about that fantasy football league. Yeah, uh, so you love that choosing the players. My 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 strong uh, suit for but i would say i would definitely be open to it i think especially well, yeah, if yeah. it's subsidized you're more of a base your fantasy baseball i understand we can do that you're too. really full of it okay gotcha <laughs> yeah so here are my thoughts from uh having like i said experience we both have experience being remote workers uh, my tips would be regardless of your living space if you actually plan to have remote in your future as a, as a worker, then you're, you need to create and curate a dedicated workstation for yourself in your home. So even if you're in a studio, get a desk, make sure the desk has the, you know, connect your computer or whatever, like create your safe space to be able to work effectively, productively and happily. And so that would be that. I would also say create a schedule for you and what works well for you and your family needs, right? For you to accomplish what you need to do at the job, but also you have other goals because nothing in life exists in a silo. So you have health goals that you're trying to reach on a daily basis. You have wellness goals. You have spiritual goals. You have fitness goals. So really try to map out what a successful day looks like for you. Meaning if you need to go running at five and you need to drink water every once an hour do you have that alarm set do are you are you positioned so you're not too far from the bathroom really like plan and and really take the time to create a schedule where you're effective both in your job but as a person as well uh, i would say taking breaks is for health and mental sanity is a must yes you have to be productive yes it depends on the type of worker are you are you hourly or salary you have to keep that in mind uh, because those different distinctions determine determine technically how many breaks you are allowed during the day. Uh, but if you happen to be a salaried employee, then you know that you have a little bit more flexibility, flexibility typically. And then that those are perfect opportunities to say for those people who say, oh, I don't have time to exercise. So if you have two 15-minute breaks, then those are two 15-minute breaks that you can use to walk. Those are two 15-minute breaks you can run, right? Like, so really like kind of calling a spade a spade and really making sure you're taking care of yourself. Now, uh, I would also recommend focusing on your daily why. I think it can get really muddled when you work from home, then there's no distinction between home and work because it's all melded and melted together. And so there's a good and a bad to that. In the in the fact that you don't have to leave anywhere, that means that do you ever really shut off work? And do you ever really feel comfortable in your home again now that there's no distinction? So it's really important for you to be mindful about your work notifications to make sure that you don't just work an extra hour or so because you happen to be home and you're like, well, I don't have to go anywhere. So I can work till seven. If that's not what you want to do, then you shouldn't do that. So being really focused on your why as to like, why are you doing remote work? Why do you have this job? Why do you do what you do? And what do you need to accomplish for the day and really setting in clear boundaries for yourself and for your job. Uh, also making sure to your point, checking in with your team, whether you do that through 
activities, whether you do that through the messaging, whether you do that through how you connect with each other. Uh, so just that those are, and those typically hopefully should be managed by your manager. But if not, you can definitely feel free to take the, take the initiative to, to build that bond <laughs> so that the people you work with are actually enjoyable for you and not just like a torture fest. Uh, also be honest with yourself and your manager. I find a lot of times people will feel more stressed out by remote work and they don't say anything. And then it creates this kind of burnout situation for that employee, which is really sad. And I think uh, very avoidable. And then also make sure you have clear KPIs, key performance indicators, meaning you have a clear understanding of what your, your targets are in your role, in your job, what your responsibilities are, because that way you can clearly check them off on a quarterly basis or whatever your assessments are and making sure that you are sticking to what needs to happen and you're not just like, oh, wow, three months passed. Did I really do anything? Right? That That's not a healthy place to be personally or professionally. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a lot to take in. I hope <laughs> some of that can stick around. I don't know. It was a lot, but those are, I find for me, the things that were critical for me at least, but, and it's, it's a work in progress, you know? All right. I mean, you know, that's, what's cool about podcasts is you can rewind and (laughs) listen to it as many times as you want. Are you suggesting I bore the out of you and everyone listening? No, I'm just saying this is the kind of content where you need to go back and kind of like take it in again. (laughs) Yeah. You can't just listen to it one time through because it was, there was a lot being spoken there. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff there. You got to rewind it and. Maybe you can put it on like half speed. Nice. Download the Podbean so app. So I said it in a New York minute, eh? No, I'm nice. just saying download the Podbean app and then you can slow it down to your preferred speed. Okay. Or you can use your chosen podcast. I hope they app speed that it does up. That. <laughs> no, I, I hope you don't because then you're going to have to listen to it a million times. I, I like it. I like the way we're going. I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, you can do a million times. It's up to you. <laughs> you. But I mean, you're not commuting if you're working from home. So I just hope you just have the time to hey, do that. That's people all I'm got saying. These, they got these bathroom breaks because they're drinking that gallon of water. Yeah, but so. on on the bathroom breaks, they're, they're figuring out how they can support Woken Free. So I don't know if they listen to it. They're like, how can we help you guys out? So you're just straight talking. No, I'm, just, I'm, mm-hmm. just, I'm just saying there's like, hey, we're we're going to go on to your Instagram. We're going to go on to your Twitter. We're going to retweet everything, everything you say. Okay. No, the, on their bathroom breaks, the, that's all that Woken Free listeners do. They say, can we retweet Woken Free? Well, they, like, that's what they wonder. Yes. What can we do in terms of that? Mm-hmm. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's a, what's a, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Batadia was actually able to close more sales during her temporary work from home status then, when she needed to travel into the office five days a week, mm. should her employer force her to come back to work to earn less money for the company, or are they better off letting her grow the company business from home? Interesting. So how much more? Was it dr- like a dramatic amount, or was it just like a slight amount? Well, I mean, that's all relative, right? I mean, I could tell you 20% or 10%, but okay. well, I could tell you a dollar amount, but does it matter? I mean, well, for technically my answer, she was so, better. Okay, so for my answer, like, I would say yeah, it's Either way, be, she was better, right? So yeah, so okay, for what I would suggest is that she present to her manager 
the opportunity for her to yeah rem- work, re- continue to work remotely if she is more profitable for the company remotely. However, I was going to say the the difference, like the delineation and how much more successful might determine how much pushback she gets from that pushing, right? So for instance, if she only earned 10% more, then is that compelling enough for a company who's trying to, they feel their culture is best served by having everyone in, 10% differential is not compelling enough to keep her there. So they, they could tell her, hey, you're welcome to stay home and you can work for someone else that way. <laughs> uh, or if she made... more income, then I would say they, it's a stronger argument for her to be able to convince her manager to be able to continue to work remotely. But I would say, uh, based on the numbers, whether it's a dollar more or a hundred thousand dollars more, she should try to push to work remotely because it's going to save money and time and the environment. But to the company, specifically the company, should they just decide, let's let her work from home because she's doing better? I would say the answer to that will be contingent on the amount, to be honest. Because like I said, if it's only a dollar, no. As a company, that's not compelling enough. All right. So for me, if she's making more from home, definitely let her work from home. I don't Mm -hmm. care if it's a dollar. I don't care if it's a penny. Interesting. She needs to work from home and make that more money because that, to me, is crazy. Why do we want to spend money to make less money? That doesn't make any sense to me. Because you also have to think about the whole culture, though. It's not just one person, though. I mean, yeah, you could say that, but I'm I'm just looking at it for this specific person. I know. I'm just showing you how do that, though. She's earning us more. I know that they can do that, but I'm saying if you're earning more money when someone's working from home and you don't have to pay all this like overhead to have the person in the office. Why would you do it? I because mean, they still are paying because they already are in a say a three year lease, so the That's space fine. is already there. So does you it can use sense? it for something else? I mean, you got to you can you can adapt to that. I know, but that's... I read because though the key is if she was making the same amount of money, then I understand. It's like well, we could have her, and at least yeah. our money's work. But if she's making more, I don't want to make less. Like I mean, that's crazy because to me. they've already make like more. I said they're already probably in the lease for the building for the utilities, and then so she they... makes like I don't know what the numbers. She makes twenty and times what if more. 80% percent of the workforce is coming back and so they don't have, have to, to come back because they can all make 20 times more at so home. if that's the case like i said if it's, it's if it's predominantly it's more nuts. people are successful then yes i think the employer easily sees the yes here but but and you know if people do minimal, too I realistically feel like employers are like no realistically in this case depending on how much like how much she's making they would let her work from home because that happens that happened even before the pandemic there's people that worked better mm-hmm. from home mm-hmm. and they let them work from home because they're like you're doing really great there we don't need you in the I office know, but i know that there so are that, employers that's the thing who feel like because the problem is you can create resentment with yeah, employees who are coming happen, in. Yeah. So that's it's a balancing act because it's either because it's it's too hard. Let to everybody say, work from home as long as you're doing good. Otherwise, yes. hey, you got to come here and yes. do whatever. But then again, to your point, what about the people who have to touch things, right? So for people and you who always have, have to, to come in. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And then they're gonna feel salty about the people. No, they who can't because what they want to rope. They're gonna program the robot to do their job. Are they gonna build it for us? They're gonna I know, buy but the it's, motors. But and either way, it, even though it's illogical for certain people yes, to right? be salty and have an attitude about it. They do, and so that employers are are it's a work culture is a lot. It's a it's a really interesting yeah. microcosm of people and energy, and so there's a lot to has, that has to but, be balanced. But yeah, there. those people that actually are physical and doing mm-hmm. stuff, you need to come. I mean, if you you got to come in because otherwise, if you weren't coming, you got to decide how that virtually is working. Are mm-hmm. you virtually programming something to do your job? If you're not. Then you need to come in yeah. and touch it. I mean, you that don't makes have, sense. you need to have an alternative. You can't just say, well, I want to, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to work from home. I just don't know how it's actually feasible. Mm-hmm. How am I going to flip that burger? I don't know. I mean, you can't do that. How am I going to clean that toilet? How are you going to do it? You can't do it. 
You're not being condescending at all. All right. So, I mean, I can say something else. How are you going to go? <laughs> all right. I'll, okay. I'll change it. How are you going to go and like, you're going to like repair the, the antenna? Or something no, or repair the know. mobile antenna. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't do that from home. At, well, There's stuff like that. Yeah. Without some type of device supporting you. That doesn't yes. happen. Yeah. People are going up in the, you know, like in bad weather, they got to repair things like trees fall down, power lines go down. It's a mess. Who's putting those back we up? We live at that. The, well, See, that's what was, work. That was so, <laughs> you so go interesting that our world is very much very physical, but then there's also so much there's of some, our world that is so yeah, there's digital a lot of, now. There, so it's so interesting now. There's a lot of work that's like, you don't need to be in the office. I know. You're, you're making calls. Like, really? But it's, but you're talking on the phone. It doesn't make any sense. culture though don't touch anything people are so used to <laughs> and we're crazy. so conditioned to it where it's like but it, can we do that can we do this hybrid can we do this split it's it's an interesting conversation you don't even need a hybrid if you're not like i said if you're not touching anything product stay, yeah. then you can be at home and you can do everything from home because you can but just you talk also to know people that who cares concerns from an employer perspective of you know are you going to be home and are you going to work or are you going to well, go yeah, we didn't talk about watch, that cons yeah you know nickelodeon right? yeah we like, didn't talk about that con but it's uh, yeah true con is yeah. uh, how productive is the employee at home? It, yeah. It's a question. And that's, and that's going to be an ongoing but, question as we see more and more. So what I bring workforce. up is, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to call anybody out yeah, specifically, people, but yeah. all I'll say is that when you go into work, there's people that get Who nothing done. There's people yeah. that sleep on the job Correct. and people that don't do any work the, and just so the same, communicate so to the people same for hours like, and hours. The same type of behavior that employers get concerned about for remote workers, they fail to realize is happening, it's happening on, on, site, on the site, which yeah. is like even more upsetting if and you think about that. Crazy, yeah. They'll be like, on the site. Clients come in on the site and yeah. see that behavior or witness that behavior. So it's it's a it's. I that's think what's they, funny. People don't. Yeah. That's the first. The first thing is, is employers don't realize is what is going on on site. Correct. If they realize Correct. that, yeah. they'd be like, oh well, you can work remote because it's the same thing. Yeah. If you're gonna you might be even better. You're gonna watch Nickelodeon. Like, it's or if you're gonna better. sleep, you're gonna sleep. Literally, Indeed. people sleep on the job. People go and they they ride their boats. They mean they do different stuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean people do a lot of different things. It's <laughs> that's, it's a matter of you can't just say because you're sure. working from home you're unproductive. That's not Correct. a true statement. It is not. You can be statement. working on site and be more unproductive. Yeah, that, that's I think the thing. The focus it's not point a fair thing. is not like how like it should be how engages your employee right because um, someone who's really Maybe, engaged yeah. is not likely to go and want to sleep or likely to be like I'm just going to watch cartoons with my kid all day. That's if you. Look, really like your job or you really like the work you're doing you're going to want to do your work so it's really the focal point should be how do i make sure my employee is engaged likes their job is feeling motivated has a career pathing uh future as well as feels compensated for the work they're doing too because also people fail to employers yeah, fail that to happens, realize so, yeah. that they want a lot for not a lot not a lot of pay and so it's really hard to get the best out of people when you refuse to give them the best offering for their role so Again, it's a lot of management and nuancing when it comes to to making sure employees are <laughs> feeling supported in but the role. To me, I mean, the only thing I'd be concerned about as an employer is did you get the job done? I don't really care about anything That's else. True. You could have been like snoring the whole time, but then you complete yeah. the job to some crazy satisfaction that I didn't even imagine possible. Mm-hmm. I don't care that it's good. You're you're a really good worker. I don't care how you got but see, it done. But see, to that, that the That's only way to be able to make that assessment is if you have those clear KPIs, right? Well, you what do. does yeah, the you need person that. need yeah. to do for you to be able to check that box you off? Do as need done that. Or not yeah, done. you do need that. Yeah, you do. But a that. lot of managers fail to even set that in, in place with people. They're just like these kind of lofty goals instead of saying, hey, the, you know, did you pitch 
50 people. Did you like actual specific metrics? Yeah, see, if you make it that just is like yeah, yes or no. You write like, down these check boxes and then you check them off. Yeah. Oh, you didn't check this. Well, I see. It wasn't that. Exactly. You didn't meet my expectation. You know, then that makes it easier. You can understand where clarity. you missed out on. I mean, yeah. A lot of clarity when it comes to management. Scenario two Celeste was working from home for 23 months when her job told her she needed to transition to working on site starting next week. Do you think Celeste should be jaded about the new policy or should she just work on site without any protests? Interesting. So this is, I think, a question that speaks to understanding a what makes an employee happy, but then also the transparency between employers and employees. And so I would say this suggestion, uh, Celeste probably got used to working from home for 23 months. That's quite a long time to do that, to then just be told you have to go remote to non-remote. So there, she probably would have some pushback, and I think reasonably so. Uh, and she needs to have a, a clear understanding from her manager why she no longer is allowed to work remotely. Uh, what is the new level of expectation or responsibilities and or KPIs that need to be accomplished on site? Do they differ than what she was doing remotely? And uh, would she in the future ever have the opportunity to have still some remote working opportunities just because... Because, again, when you do something for 23 months, that's really hard to, to take that away from someone. I think still saying maybe if you want to work remotely once a month because of, you know, whatever, you know, that would probably be something that this person would appreciate. But I think the biggest thing is why. Why would you go from remote for such a long time to not? So I, I would say not jaded per se, but needs clarity, needs needs a, a, a more understanding. Okay. So I would think that. She should be jaded about this situation because <laughs> it's almost like being hit with a football in the face when you're going nice. for the touchdown. Nice. You're like, I'm about to get the win, but then somebody just like smashes me in the face. Like that, that's, that's very surprising. Very visual. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a surprising event and it's, it's not, it's, you would say it's uncalled it's not kosher. for. Okay. Yeah. You would say I didn't, that was from left field. Like okay. I thought like that's a different sport. What's going on here? Okay. I'm playing okay. one thing and you're just hitting me in a different direction. Fair so. Enough. I think I think it's okay for her to be jaded because they should at least have given you warning. some kind of like warning and said, okay. you know, the next month we're going to go back to what you used to be doing. Gotcha. Don't just like drop it on somebody. I, I don't <laughs> know. To me, that's just wrong to drop something on that about somebody, especially when it's uncalled for. Like mm-hmm. We don't know the situation here, but to be, be able to work from home for that long would make me think like, wow, if you let her work from home that long, maybe mm-hmm. it isn't such required to be on site, but... I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. That just seems weird to me. Devil's advocate. <laughs> then say, hey, man. you have to come in now because we're, yeah. this is what just we require. We don't care. I mean, we're granted, not going to analyze your situation. I think that, yes, every employee's work situation is different. And I, I think a good manager is someone who takes the time to look at it and not just put everyone in the same box because yeah. no one, not everyone fits in the same box. However, there is a little bit of entitlement, I think, <laughs> with people when they're like, hey, I should have. Should you? Did you? Was that stated in your employment documentation papers when you got hired? Do, is an employer required to give you notice of of shift changes? And if so, how much notice? Right. So this idea, like, of they needed to, but did they? Because was that the original agreement you signed on? If it yeah. isn't, then you can't say anyone is in breach of anything, right? No, like, yeah, there's no breach, but that's messed up because the animals are used to you coming home at or being home all the time, and then you yeah. leave, and you you leaving them sad. 
Your dog's going to look at you with so puppy that's eyes. that's a non-business <laughs> justification or even consideration. Your cat's going to meow at you. It's like, it's what's and, going on here? And the businesses don't care. The businesses don't care that the cat's going to like keep crying and say, hey, where's the my person? The only business who cares is the business in the, in, in cats who somehow is touching this concern. But otherwise... So, the, so these, no. you're telling me businesses don't care about cats crying all the time? Cat businesses do. <laughs> oh wow! That, see, that's you know you're talking about some revelation stuff. I got to write this down. This is. Crazy. I'm just saying that we have to remember that a business has a specific purpose of why they're in business, right? To make yeah. money, and so everything. But, so that's an engine, right? And that yeah, engine. Yeah, that's all stop. fine. And so everything is feeding that engine. And so if we're changing workflows and work structures, how is it benefiting the engine? This isn't a, this isn't personal. This is business. Yeah. But as long as it's not impeding the engine, then who cares? It's like, if I'm I'm oiling up the engine, then it's great. If the engine's running faster, I'm giving it more gas. That's great. But if I just say, you know what? The engine's used to having this old type of gas that actually slows it down. Let's go back to that because, you know, the new, the new new gas, it's good. You know, it gets. It's more modern. power, but who you know, we're used to the old gas yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's a little bit slower and we yeah. understand it. That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Like, why go to but that you have old to stuff? That- Try the new stuff and and the new stuff is working. It's because it's kind of like if you put it in the place and it's working, you're making more money. Yeah. To go back is to the old way is kind of like, hey, why are you doing that? Shouldn't you try to like transition to this new way because i think uh, it's really hard for businesses to wrap around their minds this idea that like hey what if they have 12 facilities across the country and now every out of all those facilities 70 percent of them of their workers want to work from home well what are we doing with all those leases what are we doing with all those utilities you just do you're just eating those costs for kicks and giggle it'd be the thing we talked about in another episode where you're just kind of like you I forgot You're going to have to convert the space into something else. Well, it's a thing where you you pay for the office space and use it as you need it kind of thing. Yeah, but again... I forgot what they call that. The co-working spaces is that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, but that's a lot of... And and it's great because guess what? Because it's like, all right, I have this space. I paid for a lease, but I'm going to like sublet it kind of thing and let it be a co-working space. But again, where are you storing your private documentation? Because again, if you let strangers in... Well, you shouldn't be... I mean, you need to be doing that. That all has to be online. You need to go to a paperless business. And a lot of businesses are doing paperless now. that's true. Because that's crazy to be in a paper for business right now yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta yeah. be careful like yeah absolutely but we're not dunder mifflin like let's get this together correct correct this is not the office <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but exactly there's just a lot of consideration so i understand listen as someone who works remotely i love love it but i totally see the other side of the shoe which is this like how do we get there right because it's easy to say let's just get there but you're you're talking about changing the work structure of how many hundred like since the uh, industrial revolution i mean it's it's a lot of recall. Yeah, certain businesses like, it's going to be hard for. Like, yeah, there's... I mean, if you're in... if you Like just manufacturing, wanna, Yeah, but food, even, even if you're in a trucking company, the trucking companies, they're not ready to replace their workers exactly. with work from home yeah, truckers. Yeah, those truckers have to be driven. Those trucks yeah, they're, be driven they're, truck they have to actually like, go out to work and work. They can't just exactly. like sit at home and say, I'm going to drive this truck with yeah. this remote controller. Yeah, it's not like, like a video happen. game now. Like, yeah. that does so this. like I said, if you're touching product, you need to be in the office. But yeah. if you're not, there is actually better ways to do it. And oh, I should add one other. There's a con that I didn't think of, but if you're in like a super rural area in US, mm. you may not have the internet bandwidth to actually work from home. Exactly. So that that's another issue. You might so, be somewhere where internet is not a real thing. Exactly. You have like dial-up speeds. 
and okay, that then. and then you can't work from home. I mean, and that's then, crazy. And then that's a that's a sad reason to yeah, not be able to do. But because it's still a real. We reason. don't have broadband everywhere. Yeah, there you go. So that's another con. Scenario three: Efrain noticed that his workers were able to move more products when they came into the office compared to when they were out of the mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. Can he conclude that working from home is less productive than working in the office? Okay, so uh, so when employees, they're more successful when, his workers are more successful when they're out of the office than in the office, right? No, they were more, they, they were more productive when they actually came into the office compared to- when they were working yeah. So again, then that that's like another one of those reasons where for some companies or for some industries, people seem to work better in person, that old school method of working, yeah. then, and so you have to, again, look at the numbers, look at the costs associated, look at the employees themselves and say what makes the most sense for the business and for the employees. And if it looks like it's lying with the old school way, then you have to go with the old school way. Because at the end of the day, we have to make money and we have to make sure the business continues and the employees are keeping that engine moving as well as, you know, making sure that the employees feel satisfied to some degree as well so all right so this situation is funny because in my mind i feel like it's kind of like a trick question it's like yeah all that might be true but guess what when they're working from home maybe they don't have the right utilities like Mm -hmm. we were saying maybe they don't have a fast internet maybe they don't have a way to communicate with each other over conferencing calls that they need to so I think it's the technology that's the issue there. I don't think it's actually the working from home or working in the office. Okay. I just think the tech's the issue there. So we need to look at this and say, well, why are you making less money when you're at home? It must be the technology. So to me, I wouldn't say you can conclude, oh, work from office, make more money. Yeah, let's keep doing that. That's not the future. That's not really what's happening. Mm-hmm. Your, your tech, it just blows. That's what I'm going to say. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's a really interesting way to end that, but yeah. I, I, yeah. uh, I think that there's there was definitely a lot that we discussed here. It looks like we're at that time again. Actually, it's a coming to the end of our 207th episode of Woke and Free. You know, we what were we discussing? Why is remote work the future? Now, what what do they need to do, Khalil? Well, what they could do and what they always do is come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. And they know to follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And they got to make sure to tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. Awesome. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, submit a topic for an upcoming episode on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. For social media, always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then again, collaboration, sponsorships, easily find us on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast, it is a way of life. Until next time.